3 Games podcast for early August 2017. My name is Tom Chick, and my game of the week is not The Long Dark. And my name is Nick Diamond, and my game of the week is not Grimrar. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Jason McMaster, and my game of the week is not Mad Max. But, but Master, you can't stack the deck like that. You, you're, you're taking advantage of things you knew about in advance. Uh, Master, you've like infl- we're gonna have to dismiss the jury, impanel a whole new jury. It's a mistrial. It's ruined. It's ruined. All right. Well, when we get to that, that'll be a point from my side. We'll see. All right. Uh, first, speaking of my side, okay. I want to explain to you. I need you guys' help. Uh, McMaster, I know you've played Long Dark. Nick, have you fiddled with Long Dark? I have about four hours. Oh, good. Okay, so here's my deal. And I'm going to need you guys to help me out here. So I know about Long Dark from watching McMaster's uh, wife, Sarah, stream it. And I've seen enough of that to think, wow, that game looks really cool. I want to play it you, you know, when it comes out because she was playing the early access version. And I don't do early access. I waited for the full release. The full release came out a few days ago. Sweet. I jumped in. There's a little story mode because I'm not ready to just jump into survival mode. So I did the story mode and your plane has crashed and it teaches you how to build a fire. That, that's great. So far, so good. I got that. I even kind of know some of that stuff from watching Sarah play. So I built a fire and I went to sleep. Got a good night's rest in, in the game, not in real life. Woke up the next day. And now it's going to teach me how to boil water, right? And I've got the little water purification tablets. Yeah. So I'm well on my way to surviving in the wilderness, to enduring the long dark. I, for the life of me, cannot figure out how to freaking boil water. Now, the game is not telling me what to do. Like, I I don't know. What? Shut up. Here's the deal. I stand stand at at the campfire, right? And I know, okay, here's where I boil the water. I know the drill. I know, like, if you're a mountain climber, you rely on melting snow to hydrate yourself. I know what's going on here. I was, I didn't fall off of the survival game turnip truck. Uh, so I know that this is where I need to be to boil the water, right? The, the, the little water bit of the radial menu says, oh, you don't have any water in your backpack. Duh, I know that. I need to boil it. So I don't know what the game wants me to do. Like there's a first aid tin that I have gotten the bandages out of. Like if I was in the real world, I would take this tin and I would put snow in it and I would melt the snow and I would drink it. That's That won't work. There, there's wrecked plane parts everywhere. I could do that. I could I could like you make a little sort of an in a, a bowl and put snow in that and melt it and drink it. There's a skull. There's a skull in the cave. Worst case scenario, I drink melted snow oh, out of the skull that would be rad like molly hatchet album cover rad you yeah know? like there should be an achievement for that i rage quit i i, sp- I cannot tell you how much time i spent so faffing about and there's only um, places you can go so i i rage quit the game and i'm done with long dark did, what did um, i miss did you did you click on the fire itself why would i do that <laughs> sweet jesus okay so over the top there's a couple icons, and the one on the right lets you melt snow and then boil water. Wait, what? Oh, if I click on the fire? Yeah, yeah. It comes up with that menu, you know, where you add logs and stuff. I well, no, up- I have not seen this menu. What are you talking about? Why would I click on the fire? You don't put. That's like that's the game equivalent of telling me, uh, "Hey, stick my hand in fire." You gotta put more logs in it. 
and stuff. That's how you cook as well. You have I would to, hold the like, log and I would drop it into the fire. Oh my sweet lord! Yeah, you're. You might as well not play, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So Nick, I don't you think you're it, meant to survive. <laughs> Nick, you made it four hours into the game. Didn't you have the same issue? How many of those four hours okay. were spent trying to figure out how to boil water? I got to exactly the same part you did, Tom. Thank you. And because uh, – so one of the first things the game has you do is, hey, bandage yourself up. No problem. Here's a couple bandages lying right in the snow. So, okay, quick. Whoop, 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 bandage. Next thing is, hey – build that fire right right um and the game is you know really um detailed as far as you need the tinder yeah you need the actual matches to start the fire accelerant fuel you need accelerant right well accelerant's optional but yeah yeah, you need all that stuff and i thought Okay, awesome, right? So I set, went out, gathered my stuff. I broke branches. I yeah. broke down a couple crates to you get spent calories, and it cost calories yeah. to do that. It was yeah. great, yep. right? Yeah, oh, awesome. And then you you try to build the fire, and you don't have accelerant yet, and so I think there's only like a fifty percent chance of you actually making the fire. So the fire yeah. goes out a You're couple of times. Dice. I love that. Yeah. Right? Oh, I was I was loving it, and then I got to the hey, go boil some water. So I thought. Okay, so obviously I have to first get a container to gather snow. Thank you. And then I have to somehow gather the snow. Hear this, McMaster? This is the the average man's experience trying to survive in the wilderness, McMaster. Now, you have to remember, I learned how to do this when the (laughs) game was in early alpha state without instructions. So So, if you want some manner of pity from me, I don't know what you're looking for. First of all, you had your your wife, who's a force of nature, helping you, so that doesn't count. All right, so go on. How how long before you rage quit the game like me and uninstalled it? So so I got to the part where I figured out, oh, I don't actually need a container. Um, I, I found the menu. That McMaster is talking about the one, you know, where it tells you, hey, you can cook or you can boil water or you can just mess around with the fire. So I figured that part out. But then I actually wandered around in that stupid ravine area trying to find a clickable area of snow. (laughs) Oh, man, you guys. Right. There's only like there's like there's like a yeah, there's an area that that's the only area that's scripted for you to pick up snow. Right. I died Three times in that ra- I fell out of the ravine. Did oh. you know you can fall out of the ravine? <laughs> I was no, worried Nick. about that. Uh, I did not know that. And, I, you know, <sighs> there okay. was a cliff. You can fall out of the ravine. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, I've, I've been playing it for a while now. And I, I guess that the, the fall out of a ravine thing doesn't surprise me. And I know why I didn't uh, run into that problem is because. <laughs> I've been playing this game a while. If you jump down a one-inch cliff or whatever, you're going to break a leg. Yeah, you're so hobbled. You have to slide everywhere you go, basically. You, you just kind of have to slide around. <laughs> just pray <laughs> to Jesus you don't you don't accidentally fall down like a foot because you might hurt yourself. I I did finally figure out the um, I did finally figure out boiling water. So I boiled the water. Uh, then I did get out of the ravine area mm-hmm. um y- y- well spoilers but you you find whoa, the whoa, plane whoa. Crash. uh okay right <laughs> find the actual plane crash the main part of the plane crash there's some story bits that come in it's really cool 
Um, yep. And then wolves killed me. Yeah, that part's pretty tough. And I, and <laughs> the problem is, is that like, <laughs> and it, I streamed like my first hour of it when I got to the wolf uh, part. Like I, I actually didn't die from the wolf attack, and I made it back in the cave, and I, I like patched myself up and all this crap. So I should have done it right and just like thrown the fire, you know, whatever. <laughs> but but I didn't. Uh, I, I mean, I did, but it just it's real touchy. Like when you like for some reason I don't understand it either. It's like I threw it, and if you watch my stream, it's like I threw it, and the wolf's like eh, whatever, and he like walks over it, you know. But like if you <laughs> But if you throw it in the right place, I mean, it scares the shit out of him. But this guy was like, eh, I've seen worse. And then he comes and he stabs me. In the, or bite. Well, he didn't have a knife. He actually just bit me. I had the knife. Uh, but I, I, yeah. He might as well have had the knife. <laughs> oh, my God. And that was the it had to be like the worst thing in the world to watch yeah. that part of the stream, because like I, I get, he runs off and I'm. I don't have any bandages, so I have to craft some. And so when you get real low in that game, you just lurch and, like, go nuts, you know? And so, like, I, I got just down, like, one health. And, like, so I'm lurching and falling everywhere, and I eventually go back through the cave, and I can't light a torch, and my screen's so screwed up, the matches don't help. So I, like, flailed around in the dark until I found it. It, it was just sad. Nick, I have a question for you. So you, you hit that point, and by the way, thank you for making me feel less dumb. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah. You you hit that point with the wolf. Uh, it, was it a point where you were like, okay, I'm done with this game, or was it a point where you're like, okay, I really am eager to try this again? Which where on that spectrum did you fall after the wolves ate you? Uh, so the the first time the wolf ate me, it was uh, oh, this is this is cool. Okay, I'll keep playing. The I think fourth time ah, the mm. wolf killed me. Um, and by the way, it doesn't kill you right away. It bites you, yeah. Uh, and then I stab it in the neck, and it runs off. And and then you sort of stumble around and die in the snow. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what that's what I kind of staved off. And then and I like think, I just stumbled for half an hour. I, I I think that was it for me though, because once I died like the fourth time from that wolf, um, and it it does take a long time to bleed to death. Mm. helplessly and i i just thought okay so apparently it, i i'm not gonna be liam neeson <laughs> well right? like, now, <laughs> now actually if you've seen the gray you are gonna be liam neeson <laughs> you have already been liam neeson so, that's a spoiler for the gray i should point out let me let me just say this about the game uh so it, at first it is incredibly tough game uh i kind of i don't know it, it's it's one of those things where it's just after the that first bit, after the wolf part, I think you you start to get your stride a little bit and, and make your way out of the area. It it starts to get better, um, but it is um, it, it is really unforgiving. And you know the reason I really like the the uh, you know the just kind of whatever the sandbox game is that it, it's like a roguelike. It's like so hard. That you you just kind of like roll the dice, you play your character for a little bit, and you're gonna die. I mean, there's there's no way around it, you know. But that, I don't know. It, it it has a lot of appeal, and this this the story mode is it doesn't start very friendly. Right. There's there's no way yeah, no. around that. Like uh, all right. Well, well. Speaking of games that you're an apologist for, McMaster. Oh, for God's sakes. Tell nope. the listeners a little bit about this Fortnite game that you will not shut up about. What what is Fortnite in Two sentences. Uh, so Fortnite is a 
zombie horde defense game that also involves a lot of crafting and exploration. Okay, that's one sentence. You have one more. Tom sucks. <laughs> Wait a minute. That has nothing to do with... Oh, at Fortnite. Uh, uh, no, oh, sure, I, sure. I wouldn't know because, as, as Nick has pointed out, Fortnite has not challenged me in the least. Fortnite is the anti-long dark. Uh, so, so Nick, you, uh, I think you sort of, I, I'm, I'm pretty much where Nick is on Fortnite. Nick, what's your issue with Fortnite? Why are you such a naysayer? Uh, well, keeping in mind, I've played about eh, 20 hours of it now. The first 10 hours are basically tutorial mode. Yep, it's like a, it's like a Square Enix game or something. It's, yeah, you're it's just here com- to watch. Yeah, you're just completely just going through the motions fumbling around and i mean there is no i I have no idea why they even introduce space building in that first if they're going to make you play this 10 hours of nothing (laughs) why they have you bother with that stuff because there's literally no point like you can solo the zombie hordes yeah (laughs) yeah i build all these cool traps and uh the zombies never even reach them because i'm busy shooting them right yeah now to be fair Oh, yeah. Here's I the to-be-fair part, <laughs> The next this. 10 hours that I played have gotten increasingly harder. Yeah. And there was a sweet spot right in that, like, 10 to 15-hour mark where I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, it's working. It's clicking. I'm building stuff. I'm crafting stuff. It, you know, the, the, the maps are actually challenging. Uh, the, the co-op gameplay is clicking. Uh, it was all kind of working for me. And then the next five hours hit and the game does a total reversal on you. And suddenly it's, Hey, guess what? You don't have enough shit. <laughs> Grinding. So you have to grind or micro pay. Yeah. Is that the idea? I, 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 yeah. And I, to be, and it, it is in early access. They might tune that. I don't know, but yeah, for right now, I just feel like, Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but Master has said, where where are you in terms of uh, in terms of progression and whether it's slowed down or whether you feel like you're having to grind? I think you're the one who's probably played the most Fortnite here. Right, but I probably haven't played the for- most Fortnite since this release. Uh, I, I, but I do. Uh, I, I feel it's all right. It, like the game, I, I play only solo for just about most of it, and uh, it's you know it, it's it's pretty easy to begin with. Uh, but it does. Once you upgrade your stuff and your characters, it starts to get harder too. Um, but the uh, the thing about it is, it is early access, and I answered like fifty survey questions today about that, uh, and I did bring up all of these points. Oh, good, good. You're doing uh, you're doing fine work then on on Fortnite development. <laughs> the Lord's work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's you know, sure, it's true. I just, yeah, I just like the game. I enjoy the aesthetic. Uh, I like the way it plays. I, I don't know. I just have a good time with it. You know. I will say, I am a sucker for one of the things that um, I believe I would characterize this as a complaint you had, Nick. I'm a sucker for all the systems because of how you're always progressing some system or another. I mean, I yeah. I fall for that, and I feel really cheap for it. But if a developer gives me some number to change from a one to a two and then a two to a three, that kind of works for me. And there's all kinds of those throughout Fortnite. You can't swing a dead cat without leveling up four or five (laughs) tech trees or or whatever. Uh, So all that that 
progression, which I think is a bit much for some people, that's a real hook for me. I kind of like that part. Nick, after 20 hours, is that are you coming around on that, or does that still feel a little overwhelming? Uh, I don't know if it's overwhelming so much as – I mean they make you play this 10 hours of you know blah tutorial, and they dump a bunch of systems on you, and they don't really explain a lot of anything. Like it, it's very easy in that 10 hours, I think you know, which should be the easy part of the game Mm -hmm. for someone to accidentally level their schematics past where they can craft them. Right. Right. Like, and there's no warning. Like it doesn't tell you, Hey, by the way, maybe you should not, you know, level that up to a level three rifle or whatever, because you're not going to ever find this one material. <laughs> right. It's going to let you gimp yourself or shunt yourself into a dead end. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 I mean, I, I suppose they'll figure that out after a while and put some kind of stop on that. But yeah, for right now, if you're jumping into this early access time, it, there's a lot of stuff that just isn't explained. And it, I, I just feel like, oh, my God, it's a lot to dump on someone. <laughs> now, you also uh, – the dynamic of being on a map – I want to hear both of you guys talk about the teamwork, whether or not the game encourages it, whether it glosses over it. Uh, McMaster, what are your feelings about as a you said you solo this game a lot. Aren't you missing out on a lot of its appeal by not playing with other people? Uh, You know, and I do actually play with other people, some uh, if necessary. But uh, honestly, the first bit of it is is not particularly difficult enough for uh, for any you know, the co-op, and it just kind of ends up being everybody strips the map down, and then somebody builds a base, and that's it. And that's just not super fun to me. Um, so I I usually just kind of do it myself, and I don't have to worry about having to wait on some dude to, like, rip every piece of furniture out of the you know, house. <laughs> or the, you know, but, now, is there well, any uh, return... In terms of advancement, if I if I play a, a scenario alone, McMaster, versus if I play one with you, is there one in one of the other situation? Am I getting more either experience points or materials, or is there any sort of incentive for me to play with you rather than alone? Yeah, there's actually a group bonus experience and okay. uh, all that jazz. Um, and depending on the classes you play, uh, there's all sorts of nice stuff. Like, uh, you know, the Outlanders can summon those, like, llamas you can destroy for basic materials. Uh, so I guess there's a, a, lot there's a teamwork yeah. thing there is the different, the different classes bring different aspects of gameplay. In, right. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, Nick, as the game, you hit that period where it's sort of starting to push back and slow down. Are you finding that teamwork is a more integral part of what you're doing? Uh, yeah, uh, actually, it, it it does. It uh, it kind of closes up and sort of forces every like the base building that's completely uh, you know inconsequential for that first chunk of the game um, suddenly becomes very important. Like <laughs> you really have to kind of coordinate on building that base correctly, um, or yeah, the hordes will just completely overwhelm you and just jump all over your little uh, goal. <laughs> And I guess one of the things that those 10 hours do is it, it basically means the people with whom you're playing have spent enough time to kind of know what they're doing. Like, you can't get to those 10 hours without learning a thing or two about how stuff works. Right. I guess, yeah. 
So, and like you mentioned, Tom, I'm actually a big fan of the systems, like the ton of systems as well. I think it's kind of fun. I did like I, I did mention in the survey that they really should have a lot more kind of um, documentation about these right. sort of things somewhere that you can kind of go check out because it really doesn't make any sense if you're just looking at it from the outside until you start actually unlocking that stuff and plugging the pieces into it and see what they do. You know? A lot of the early part is just kind of, hey, here's stuff. You can figure it out later. We're going to move on. Here's more stuff. You can figure it yeah. out later. We're going to move on. Yeah. Uh, now, I have a question for you guys. I'm at the point where I have my little sniper sidekick. You know, you put a platform and it spawns her, and every now and then she wants <laughs> ammo or whatever. Whatever. I love this idea of playing with these bot characters. Does that become a substantial part of the game, or is it just like every now and then you get an isolated character as like a quote as a sort of a mobile turret? Like, am I going to be playing with all of my sidekicks at some point? Uh, um, well, where I am, uh, I would say the snipers um, continue to be useful. The other characters, not so much. Okay. Do you get uh, more than one? Like, is that something like... Well, I mean, the gunslinger kind of is a sniper as well. Yeah. yeah. Basically, anything that stays ranged is decent. You can just set them up on a high area yep. and basically treat them like a turret. The the the, the ones that, like, kind of run around for you and the, the there's a shotgun one. I, I forget which one that is. They're terrible. They get killed immediately. <laughs> and there's no sense of giving them orders or anything, or is there? Like, they just do their own thing? Uh, they do their thing. Yeah, yeah. they kind of do their own thing. In fact, once you deploy them, like, redeploying them is kind of a PETA. Because uh, they're related. Uh-huh. Like, it's the placement of this pad, right? Like, you stick right. a pad. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so that's uh, early access and uh, not out till 2018, which is odd to me because it looks pretty finished-ish to me. Yeah, right. It's a crazy length of time, right? I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, I guess... It's just a great way to cover your asses if there's stuff that if there's rough edges. Um, Though there are, so I mean, they really are still working on the thing constantly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. The game has been in development for a really long time, so yeah. Wasn't yeah, so, it at, initially it was supposed to be like the f- was it the first uh, Unreal Engine four game announced or oh, wow, it's, right? Yeah, it's, it's something like that. It's a long ass time ago. It's like <laughs> four or five years ago. What's yeah, the last so game cool. that Epic developed? Uh, you're, you're looking at it. Um, I mean, they also have Paragon, right? Yeah, oh, Paragon. That's right. That's yeah. right. Ew, that's I actually, good. yeah, I like, I like that one. Actually. Yeah, if it's a MOBA, you like it, of course, McMaster. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't want li- name three uh, MOBAs you don't like. All right, Smite is one of them. Uh, okay, you made that up. Okay. It's not a real game. Go on. Oh God, uh, I don't particularly like. Um, that uh, uh, God, that that uh, Heroes of New Earth. Uh, and that game's not around anymore, so it doesn't count. Go on. Oh, One for more. God's sakes! What? <laughs> um, I've heard this game in forever. I honestly had no idea that was still around. All right, one more MOBA you don't like. I don't think you can come up with one. There's so many I can't name. Yeah, uh, how convenient for you. Yeah, okay, how about the one uh, from the Space Game guys that I packed that just totally flopped? That, yeah, uh, sounds like another thing you imagined. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it was that Space Game, uh, and then they made a... Uh, no, <laughs> your favorite? Uh, God, that Heath, 
he just looks like uh, Dr. Giggles. I don't know. It really oh, bothers me. <laughs> if <Okay>. you look. <laughs> now, now ask me to name three MOBAs I don't like. All right. Name three MOBAs. <laughs> All of them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, I only like a couple. Wait a minute. I think you did like the uh, the Lord of the Rings one, didn't you? Of course he does. There was a Lord of the Rings one? Okay, I, I thought you liked that my... one. I don't even remember what that – there was a Lord of the Rings MOBA? Are you thinking of just straight-up RTSs? No, no. It was a MOBA. It was a MOBA. I did. To be fair, I liked uh, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, I like some awesome knots. Like, I like some of them. I just – I'm McMaster, he'll just – he's just all in with any new one that uh, comes out early access. He's, and he's always emailing me about, this is going to be awesome. Let's play it. And I know better because they're MOBAs. You know, but see, that's not fair <laughs> because every game I try to tell you about, you assume is a MOBA and have for like three years now. So. Just, Nick, the moment he was explaining Fortnite to me, I just kind of – my eyes glide, glide, I sort of briefly scanned his explanation, and my brain was just thinking, that's ah, another MOBA he likes. So I, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, when, when the press was coming out about this, I thought it was a MOBA for the longest time simply yeah. because I heard about it from McMaster. I heard, I heard the Long Dark's a MOBA. Probably. That's what my issue is. There you go. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I want to uh, – so, Nick, we're going to have to – I'm going to put you in the judiciary branch in just a minute. But Sweet. First, uh, McMaster, do you remember that game called – I don't know how to pronounce it. Feria? Firea? Feria? <laughs> yes. That card game. It's a, it's a, it's a free-to-play card yeah. game. Where oh, I beat you like nope, I I, No one's listening to you, Master. Uh, where right. you, you play a card, and it you can either it, – it drops a creature, like on the map, and then the creatures fight each other. It's turn-based because it's free to play. There's all kinds of micropayment hooks in it. Uh, but the twist in Feria is you're also building the map as you play each – time that it's your turn kind of like lands in magic uh you know you you build an actual type of terrain on the map and the type of terrain and how far you go and what direction you go is a fundamental part of the gameplay just like what creatures you're summoning uh and i feel their free-to-play model isn't too abusive uh it's a really good game i like it mcmaster and i played a few times i thought i would challenge myself and make my own decks because that's what so you it's do a moba deck. no it's not a moba it's a deck builder <laughs> Nick, don't it's, you start. It's a sounds like a MOBA. MOBA. No, it sounds like a MOBA. It's like a board it's a, game. Uh, it's Tom's MOBA. Yeah, so basically deck builders are MOBA. As deck builders are to me what MOBAs are to McMaster. Yeah. Oh, so, so this great <laughs> game, Ike is going to challenge myself and flex the strategies available by building my own deck, by oh. you know coming up with ideas, by, by being a thinker. McMaster just uses the basic deck that comes with the game – that's already tuned, so when he wins, it kind of doesn't count, because I was trying new things, and I was trying to be bold. McMaster, he just... It, it's it's kind of like cheating, um, in a way. Yeah, yeah. what Tom's referring to is that I used the starter deck. I didn't even use the deck that came with the game. I right. used the deck that they teach you in the tutorial. Well, they also okay. make it so that you're more likely to win. Oh my god. It's true. You're so bad, though. That's like, the problem. It's like you... you <laughs> I wanted to tell you about their their uh their first add-on comes out I think next week, uh, and it acts a co-op campaign. So, Mister, oh. I expect you to bring your your little starter deck to the co-op campaign. <laughs> Finally, we can play together. Now, here's the name of the add-on, and I want you guys to pronounce this word. So, listen real quick. I'm oh. So, I'm going to spell a word. I want you to tell me how this na- this add-on's name is pronounced. O e e r s k y. 
Uh, Nick, how would you think that's what, what what is that add-on called? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so, I'm spelling it. Just say this word out loud. O v e r s k y. How you, you see that written? What is this called? Oversky. I looked at this and I, maybe it's because of all this stuff about Russian collusion. I'm like, why would they call it Oversky? Is Oversky like a Russian character? <laughs> like a little narrator who comes out and talks to you while you're playing? Uh, my brain totally did not see Oversky. It, it was like like Kapinski. Isn't there some crappy virus scanner or something? Kaspersky. Like yeah. So yeah, I thought it was like a Russian name. Uh, but that's not what it is as far as <sighs> I know. It is like an over sky, a sky above you. Yeah. Bay Area right. Overski. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Comrade Overski. Uh, all right, so Nick, here's the deal. McMaster's been playing a lot of Shadows of Mordor. Mm-hmm. Playing a lot of Mad Max. They're mm-hmm. both Warner Brothers games. They're both very good. They both came out at roughly the same time a couple years ago. Uh, Mad Max is by Avalanche Studios, these amazing Swedes. Shadows of Mordor is uh, it's Monolith, isn't it, McMaster? Yeah, yeah, they're a long story developer. So here's the deal, Nick. McMaster and I are each going to tell you one thing about the game. You have to decide, and you can't bring in any of your biases if you prefer one game or another. You have to decide based on what we've told you which one you prefer, and you have to explain why. You have to designate one of these things a winner. Like, for instance, McMaster could say Shadows of Mortar. It's Lord of the Rings. I could say Mad Max. Uh, it's got cars. You then have to decide which one wins the point and explain why. Mm-hmm. This, first to three points wins the game. And and Nick, this is completely – you're a judge. This is completely your judgment. You can be as off base as you want. You can come out of left field. You can determine what, by whatever criteria. Your appointment to the judiciary is a lifelong appointment. There are no elections or anything you have to deal with. Nice. All right, so let's start. McMaster, you go first. Tell him one thing about Shadows of Mordor, and I'll tell him one thing about Mad Max. Oh, I have to go first. Okay. Um, okay. Hobo bearded Max. You can be a hobo, a Max with a hobo beard. Okay, McMaster, what's something about Shadows of Mordor? Uh, one of the orcs, uh, Nemesis, introduces himself with a series of clacking teeth noises and heavy breathing i think i've got this one in the bag all right nick which one wins hmm well i mean orcs are pretty cool mm-hmm. but hobo beards are awesome yeah hobo see, beard yeah mcmaster i don't know what you were thinking you seen this show walking <sighs> dead Andrew lincoln makes hobo beard sexy again i don't know if you knew that still <laughs> all right one point <laughs> For uh, for Mad Max, McMaster, you go first. Tell him one thing about Shadow of Mordor. It has a nemesis system where the orcs remember how you damage them, and it becomes either a phobia or a uh, weakness or a uh, strength for them. Shoot. Okay, this is a tough one. You might have me. You got me on the. You got me on the ropes here, McMaster. Let me pull out my strongest one. Let's see. Uh, uh, I guess we'd have to go with unlockable muscle cars. <laughs> All right, so Nemesis system or unlockable muscle cars, Nick? I mean, uh, the Nemesis system is uh, pretty badass uh, because, you know, meeting those guys that you bested before or that bested you is, yeah. you know, I, I mean, that's really compelling. But 
Ooh. Muscle cars are kick ass. Mm-hmm. Muscle cars. Sweet. McMaster, see, I'm playing to a certain generation of people who are in this, uh, like the lost of the V8 interceptors, like that kind of this, thing. Like, like a this st- feels like, rigged to me. I don't know how the nemesis system loses out to muscle cars in this crowd. Spoken like someone who's never driven a muscle car, McMaster. I mean, it's a muscle car, man. Yeah, come on. I'm, All right, McMaster, you still have a chance to win. I'm up two. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> I will start this one. All right. Uh, right. You know, Master, I'm even going to go easy on you. I'm going to give. I'm going to give you one of the easy ones. Here you go. Uh, In Mad Max, you can build a maggot farm to feed yourself. Why would you want to? It's it's part of the base building. It's it's an apocalypse. I mean, well, the alternative is eating dog food. (laughs) Like the food in Mad Max is either dog food, but you can eventually complement it once you find the parts to build it with a maggot farm. I mean, it does sound good, I guess, now that you say it that way. Uh, well, <clears throat> you get to stab the hand of Sauron really hard in the face uh, a whole bunch of times. How do you stab a hand in the face? Oh, my God. I'm not even going to do this with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Stab the hand of Sauron in the face or maggot farm? Which one wins? Wait, wait, wait. The hand of Sauron? Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Master screw up. Go ahead, McMaster. Wait, so it's not the mouth of Sauron? No. Oh, because that would have been a nice tie-in to Mad Max, you know, because they are played by this, you know, the, you've got you've got the character in in Mad Max, uh, Thunderdome, and then you've got you know the the mouth of Sauron played by the same actor, right? Wait, what? Are you serious? Yeah. Really? The right. guy who plays Mouth of Sauron in the movies is someone who was in Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, the guy with the plane. Gyro Captain? Yes. Gyro Captain is Mouth of Sauron. Yes. No. Are you serious? Yeah, same guy. Whoa. Bruce something. What's that guy's name? That is so that is such a cool detail. All right, yeah. McMaster, I kinda maybe hope well, yeah, but McMaster wasn't talking about the mouth of Sauron, so No, I know, that's why I said if yeah. it's hand of Sauron, then screw that. Oh, you should have lied, McMaster. You could have gotten away with it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Sorry, boned out. Mad Max again. Maggot Farms for the win. McMaster, I'm sorry. You're playing the wrong game. <laughs> you, mm. you should, do you have Mad Max even? Uh, probably not, but I did oh. finish the... I, I, but you know what? I finished the actual campaign today of uh, Shadow of Mordor, whereas you played like four seconds of Mad Max. So I, I don't, kind of don't want to hear it. Well, you're also playing that, you know, your your game is way closer to being obsolete than my game because isn't there a, a second one? Is that this year or next year? The next Shadows? Uh, it's this year. This year? Sweet. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. your game's going to be obsolete very soon. Mine will probably endure into perpetuity. I don't know that we're going to get a Mad Max 2. That's uh, true. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. See, there's another point. Mine's popular. <laughs> why do you have to go? Why are you so hurtful? Yeah. That's. <laughs> People that's a like low blow. The one I'm playing. <laughs> that's a low blow. It is kind of fun. I, I'm so over the moon about Mad Max, but it's got something like you know 70 or something on Metacritic yeah. for some reason. I uh, liked it a lot too. I think it's really cool, but yeah, it really bounced off of people. <laughs> okay, I have one. Yes. Here's my comparison. Mm-hmm. In Shadow of Mordor, mm-hmm. you can go into the Wraithlands and stab an orc in the back of the head while flipping over him and having enough momentum to actually throw him through the knife wound over you and into other orcs. All right, the only thing I have that might possibly counter that one, because that is pretty awesome, Nick, 
is a mind-sniffing dog who rides around in the back of your dune buggy, and he lives in a little uh, – like a, a an oil barrel doghouse on your dune buggy, and he, his nose points you to mines so you can disarm them. Ah, see? So I had a gimme for, for Mordor, but yeah, Mad Max wins again. It's really cool, too, because I didn't realize this when I played. I thought the mine-clearing missions were super annoying because you just have to find a hidden point on the map, and then the mine materializes. You walk up, and you defuse it. Uh, the dog's barking changes as you get closer to the mine, and eventually it appears on the map. What I didn't realize until someone told me when I was streaming it, the dog's nose points towards the mine. So you just look at the little guy, you listen to him, he's like a, a little mind detector in how he's barking, and then when you get to the mind, he's like sort of squealing, and he's super enthusiastic, and it's like, yeah, he's right here. Uh, it's a great mind detecting system, is, is having a dog. Unfortunately, the dog can't get out of the car and run around with you, because I, I think you know, Max without a dog uh, is a little bit of a lesser Max, I feel. <laughs> so, All right, so Nick, I do have some questions for you. What is... Uh, you, there have been two additions to Battlefield. There have been additions to Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2, which I hear good things about, uh, have both gotten recent updates, right? Are they updates or DLC? Uh, they are, they're both free DLC updates, whatever you want to call it, yeah. Oh, okay, because I assumed Battlefield 1 stuff, that was something you had to buy. Uh, all right, tell me what these are. What are, the, what are the latest reasons for me to play these games, which I haven't really played? Okay, so Battlefield 1 has added two night maps. Um, and now, I want to ask you, by night map, you mean it's the same map, it's just everything has a kind of a blue tint? No. Mm-hmm. They've actually made unique maps. Uh, one is Neville Knights, which is kind of a trench uh, warfare, muddy kind of area. Um, it, it's mostly uh, just infantry, uh, but it does have vehicles and cavalry on it. Um, and then the other one is... And I'm going to mangle this name, oh, so I, I apologize wait. to wait. all the French people out there. <laughs> Pris de Tahir. <laughs> wait, what? What do you? I just that, the, those didn't even sound like letters. Do that I, again. I know. <laughs> Pris de Tahir. Pris de Tahir. I I don't I I I'm pretty sure that's wrong. McMaster, what do you sure think saying? I want to hear your wrong. attempt at this, McMaster. Say what you just said. I, I would need to see the word. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> How am I gonna pronounce it correctly if if I'm just hearing someone say it possibly wrong? Prise de Tahir. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, that's yeah. okay. Oh, sure. So the the Prise de Tahir map. So these maps, though, you're saying they're they're nighttime maps, which again, it just means they're they're probably cool maps. But everything's just kind of blue, so therefore it's night. It's just as easy to see as any other map. Uh, yeah, that is. No, that is oh, come thing. on! It's Are you serious? Not, yeah, it's not actually night, night as as you would think. Um, it's that illusion of night, right? It's oh, I'm really it's just bummed because blue I... shade. There's lights on in the buildings and whatnot, and there's a moon out, and it's always a full moon, obviously. I thought I, I was kind of being facetious. I was sure you were going to tell me that this was cause for celebration because finally EA is making actual dark nighttime and players need light sources and it's hard to see. And that's really uh, that's, isn't that disappointing or you don't care? Uh, it, it is a little disappointing, honestly. It's a little disappointing. Um, but the the other thing that they added to the game is so uh, if you've been paying attention to what's going on with Battlefront 2, um, and of course with Titanfall, there it's obvious that the ship is finally turning at EA, and they're 
they're, they're figuring out that, oh, season passes and selling DLC map packs is not really working. Breaking up the community. Uh, yeah, it just it just it's horrible. Um, so with Battlefield One, unfortunately, they sold a bunch of season passes. They are you know they charge for everything. So the way they're getting around that, and this came out with the night maps, is uh, there's what they call premium friends. <laughs> so it's basically if what? someone in your group has the premium or season pass, whatever they want to call it, then everyone gets to play on those maps. As long as you're playing with that person or they just are on your friends person. list. Okay. I see. Well, they have right. to be with you. Yes. Right. Um, so everyone in the party gets to play on the map. And I guess that's their compromise for, yeah, it's a little too late to give all these maps away for free, <laughs> but we know it's a real bummer that no one gets to play on them unless you shelled out the extra $30 or whatever. And do you feel like that's, do you have a sense for, for whether or not that's working? Like is, do people, are people complaining about that? Is that something that's being hailed as a good thing? It does seem to be working. Okay. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't know how the premium buyers feel about it, but it, the people who don't uh, obviously feel pretty good about it. Right. And you like these new maps? Uh, I do like the maps. Yeah, they're very tight, uh, very close quarters maps, uh, claustrophobic. Um, so uh, unlike a lot of the Battlefield maps – there's that tendency to get shot and then, okay, now I'm going to take five minutes to run across the <laughs> battlefield to get to the, where the good stuff is. Um, it, these maps are you're shot and you're back in right away, right. so it's it's good. Uh, pick for me one favorite map from all of the maps in Battlefield 1. Um, I, I would have to go with Amiens then. At least you, hey, you pronounced that one pretty correctly, I think. And I which one is Amiens? So. Is that that big uh, villa palace kind of thing? Uh, no, that, that's, I think, Blitzkrieg? Okay. Is the one with the palace? I, uh, Amiens is just like the, the city with the train going through it. In the desert? No, I can't be right. In France, there's a city with a tra- Man, I don't remember that one. All right, why is that your favorite? Um, uh, th- that one, uh, is another one where the action kind of keeps going. Okay. Um, even if you get shot, there's there's you you have to run a little bit, but it's not as terrible as some of the others. Some of those desert maps are terrible. Right. You get shot in the desert, man. You're huffing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are your plane skills? Oh, awful. So you don't get in a plane. Right? No. How are you, how are your no. tanking skills? Uh, better, but if you get in the tank with me, you're gonna die. <laughs> Right. Like everybody knows, you know, before I set out, like, OK, everyone <laughs> just warning. sign this sign this uh, disclaimer here. You will not be. Uh, Fair warning. <laughs> I'm always jealous of people who can uh, do well in planes in the battlefield games. That's, that's ah, yeah. probably a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do get jealous of that. You see people doing loops and like flying through buildings, things you're just like, ah, right. never happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So I don't have Titanfall. Two. I haven't seen it, but uh, I hear the single-player campaign is good, which I can't imagine is, is the case. Come on, it it's really, a single-player It really is. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's a, what? You do this mission, then you do that mission, then you do this mission, and then you're done, right? Oh, McMaster, school him. Yeah, school him. Uh, what am I missing? It's a, it's, it's a full uh, single-player campaign. It's really cool. Like, uh, I love the mechanics in it, and the story's pretty interesting. So. Wow. What? I just do a mission, I kill stuff. Then I do the next mission, I kill stuff. Do the no. next mission, I kill stuff. And then it's done. Is there a boss fight at the end or something that makes it awesome? Why is it good? <clears throat> it's awesome. It tells a cool story and a lot of stuff. Too. Time skipping, too. There's a lot of cool time skipping. Oh, like 
Like oh, like back like back and forth in the narrative. No. Oh, like traveling well, in time. What do you mean? Yeah, like there's a. No. I, I don't know. It's too spoilery. You should just play it. It's really great. It's short too. I don't know why you what you have to complain about. It's not that long, but it's uh, it's not just like crap like the first one. Nick, so. can you do a better job than McMaster of making me want to play the campaign in Titanfall two? Uh, I I don't uh, without spoiling it, it would be hard. Yeah, uh, no, actually, that that works. When when someone tells me, "Hey, I really want you to to read slash watch slash play this," but I can't tell you why. That right there is like, oh, okay, now I got to find out what the heck they're talking about. So, all right, I think that works. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, now, it's I, impossible to tell without spoiling, really. Now, also, what the thing that makes me want to get Titanfall 2 is that uh, it just got a horde mode? Yes. Now, first I, of all... I haven't played it yet. First of all, it didn't have one before? No. So, no. So, Titanfall, when it shipped, did not have this uh, horde mode. It was called Frontier Defense. Um, but then a few weeks after it shipped, they added it in. Uh, Titanfall 2 launched, and for whatever reason, even though everybody loved the horde mode in the first game, they launched it without this horde mode. Um, and so finally, now, I mean, you know, here we are almost a year later, and they're finally launching this horde mode um, in Titanfall 2. And it is, it, it is terrific. It is so, really, really good. <laughs> uh, describe it for me. Like, how how does it work? Uh, and does it do anything cool to integrate like the on foot versus the in a Titan stuff? Explain this horde mode to me. Uh, so, uh, like most horde modes, it's uh, it's wave based. Um, you set up defenses. There, it's four players, um, pilots, I guess you would call them, uh, and it it, it kind of uses the same mechanics as the regular multiplayer game in that you don't get your Titan right away. You have to kill stuff to get to your Titan to have it drop. Um, and then once you do, of course, y- you know, the enemy starts rolling in their Titans. Um, and that's it's kind of where it, it's that spot where Gears of War, when they had their horde mode uh, it, or uh, I, I guess Halo. What was it? Reach. Where they had uh, their horde mode as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's sort of that area, except now you can add wall running and grappling hooking and cowboy riding on titans. <laughs> uh, what is there? I, is there a persistent progression, or is it the same progression that would be in the multiplayer? What What is my incentive to do this? Uh, it is the same progression. Okay. Which is what, by the way? Cards. Uh, yeah, it's the the you get the the card drops and the unlockable bits and bobs for your pilot and for your Titan and you know you open up slots. It's almost the Call of Duty model of uh, you know gaining more stuff for you to play with, more toys. Um, but of course, the good news is uh, you know it's it's all uh, all in one package. There's no purchasing of card <laughs> drops. There's no XP boosting. Oh. Uh, the only thing they do is they they sell the cosmetics if you want to buy skins, basically. Now, have you played the multiplayer uh, stuff in Mass Effect Andromeda? A, a tiny bit, maybe an hour. Because I yeah. really liked that, and I'm just wondering if the Titanfall horde mode is the same kind of thing just with mechs. No. 
oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I the little bit that I did play of uh, Mass Effect Andromeda's multiplayer, I liked, um, especially since it was you know built off the the previous multiplayer that they had, right? Um, which I do like. I like that kind of pace uh, and just the way you kind of have to work together. Um, but like I said, the Titanfall Two Horde mode is it's just crazy. It 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 gets insane. Like you. It, the skill level is off the charts with like the parkour and the you, you know trying to weave your way through titans as the little horde guys are running around it's 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 just absolutely balls crazy and this is called frontier defense frontier defense all right uh, mcmaster if i jump in i'm going to need your help i need you to just tag along carry my ammo make sure that i'm healed if anybody comes up behind <clears> me shoot that person uh and yeah, so that'll be your job. Yeah, that sounds fair. Um, also, I'll probably have to save you a lot. Mm, okay, but you know, uh, I'm doing that just so you can level up. I'm doing that to give you no, experience I, points. Oh yeah, yeah no, no, I appreciate. It. I understand. Um, you know, Gears of War four has a pretty good horde mode, but no one will ever talk about that Windows <laughs> <clears throat> Windows Store. So uh, yeah, like I'm gonna I'm go in never, the Windows Store. Yeah, sure, I'm right. never gonna get to play this with anybody. <laughs> When is that coming out on Steam, McMaster? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, eventually. <laughs> right around the heat death of the universe, I'm guessing. Actually, yeah. you know, they, they did put, like, uh, Dead Rising and stuff. Like, all these other Windows 10. Is Forza on Steam yet? It's not, is no. it? No. No. Uh, all right. <laughs> no. Well, you know what, what I'll play instead of Gears of War 4, McMaster? Uh, what's that? Slime Rancher. Oh, Why? I mean, actually, you know what? I'm curious about this because I like uh, farming games and all that stuff. So, how do you feel about farming poop? Well, I'm not as big of a fan. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. I really. I find this thing baffling. I am playing it just because I'm wondering what. Where is this going? What is this doing? Uh, Nick, why would you be playing Slime Rancher? Why is this something that you even installed? Uh, 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 <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's basically a, a clicker, it, it, just in first person view. <laughs> you have to move around, right? Yeah, uh, I, that's what it is, really. Um, the slimes are cute. What is the deal with slime? Why is that a thing? Like, I know the Dragon Quest games have these, like, slime sidekicks, but wh why is a little blob with a face a thing? I don't understand this. Why don't you guys explain it to me? McMaster, you go. Uh, I mean, the only thing I can think of was, uh, is honestly the, the Dragon Quest. I, I don't know. Yeah, if I was a game developer, I would make, you know, like fuzzies. I would make it it would be the same thing, just a little face, but it would have like fur. It would be like soft rather than like slimy is not that doesn't Yeah, interfere. but in Dragon Quest they're bad guys. I mean, so it's not like you're Right, but at some point they became like a mascot for Dragon Quest. Like Dragon Quest slime. No, you still kill the bejesus out of them. I mean, uh, you know, those games, so I mean, they're still bad guys. People just think they're cute. But why? They're, why? You know, maybe if they weren't called slimes, it might be like if they were just called, sure. you know, if they were called like you know cuties Ricks or cuties, right? Cuties yeah. would be better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So in this game, you, I think, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, you 
It's not even procedurally generated, by the way. That no. I was disappointed at. It's like, wait a minute, this is the only map. Like, this is a fixed map, and I'm being charged slime bucks to open new parts of the map. So obviously they're gating gameplay and stuff somehow. Uh, you, I, I run around this map and I suck up these bouncy blobs, and then I spit them out into a force field cage, and then I shoot into the cage food that they want, which I'm also having to run around and suck up. And then they poop, and I sell their poop for money. Oh, that... yeah. <laughs> Nick, did I miss anything? Uh, well, you, you missed the part where every time you try to suck up their poop, you accidentally suck them up, too. Okay, I was positive. There's got to be an upgrade somewhere where you can say, hey, dumbass gun, don't suck up the slimes. <laughs> just get the little nuggets that I sell for money. Obviously, I, I that's know. something that comes later in the game. Oh, that better. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's so annoying. It's like, oh, get out of my gun. I just want the gems that I can sell. Uh, it's like an interface thing. Yeah, why, or why can't, why can't I like hire a little bot to go in there and pick up the little poops that I can that, sell? You can. I know that. Yeah, there, yeah, there is. There, there, so there's an upgrade on the cage uh, that, like, there's one upgrade that automatically feeds them periodically, and then there's another upgrade that, like, harvests the poop for you. <laughs> Nick, now I understand. All right, so you've got you, – that's right. what I figure. you got to pay to make the game less annoying. Right. Uh, all right, through gameplay bucks. All right. Um, now I've only seen, like, I guess I've seen the pink slimes. I've seen the little nighttime ones, the rock ones. I've recently found the cat slimes. Jesus uh, have you... Christ. What? Why are you saying Jesus Christ? How far have you gotten in this thing? <laughs> now you're saying that because that's not far because that's far. I, I, like it's, it seems far to me. Holy crap. How is it that you have little automated slime cages and I still don't. And you think that that's far. I've got like four or five kinds of slimes I could be capturing, and I still don't know how to automate their little cages. I don't know. You just click on the little the little cage pole part. And like where you build like, the walls, hey. and then you build the taller walls. That same yeah, little button. Right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I have a defective copy of the game. Dagnabbit. Okay, well, I'll yeah. have another look. It's like that part in Blazing Saddles where they're all trying to do the paddle ball, you know, and the governor's is warped. I'm afraid I don't, I don't speak Mel Brooks, so I'm not sure. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Not, yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, well, uh, there you go. So Slime Rancher. McMaster, I'm going to need you to uh, jump into my installed copy of Slime Rancher here. Oh, go through, oh, no. feed all these guys. I'm going to need you to clean out these pens over here. Uh, keep the poop in a pile here because I'm going to sell that later. Uh, Feed them, clean out the stables, uh, and I need you to grind money for me so I can buy this upgrade that, that Nick has told me about. So um, you need the good news is it's just like a MOBA. <laughs> yeah. I'm now uninstalling. Thank you so much. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there you go. So Slime Rancher. So uh, you guys join us next week. We'll uh, talk about more stuff. So I just want to remind folks, let's see. An overwhelming four to one victory, four to zero victory for uh, Mad Max over Shadow of Mordor. Is it Shadow over Mordor? Shadow of Mordor? Shadow of. of. I mean, does it really matter? It kind of. That's a good point. Yeah. It's uh, good. Yeah, it doesn't really matter because there's a sequel to this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I tell you what though, there's nothing comparing to the movie Fury Road. On the Lord of the Rings side. It feels like a little weak defense, but it's all I've got. 
don't know. I like the Fellowship was pretty good. Oh my God, no! You are not. When I say Fury Road, you realize head and shoulder, miles and miles away. I love <sighs> Peter Jackson's movies, but come why on. would I compare them though? That's like <laughs> that's like a just I don't know. There is there is no Tina Turner in Lord of the Rings. Oh oh, Nick, why are you going there? Just say Charlize Theron. You're, <laughs> you're undermining my efforts, Nick. Oh, yeah, I'm playing there. the race card though. Christopher Lee. <laughs> What about Christopher Lee? Oh, no. If it, if you'd said Peter Cushing, I would have been down with it. Brad Dorff? Mm. Oh. Absolutely not. The voice of Chucky? Really? That's what you're going to that's what you're going to rely oh, come on. Come on. He was Billy in One Flavor of the Cuckoo's Nest. He's part of DeVries. How, okay. All right. Yeah, so you're going to throw Chucky at the man. That seems me, harsh. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just real quick check the score here. Let's see. 4 points for Mad Max. Shadow over Mordor. Oh, zero points. Huh. All right. We'll just have to leave the score to speak for itself, McMaster. Yeah, yeah. Cheater. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, We will see you guys next time. Hope you're having a good week. Uh, And we'll talk to you guys in the next quarter three games podcast. Cheers. Bye.